Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Podcast Network powered by Spotify. Cousin Sal coming to you after that Dodgers Snakes game. My goodness, it's late on the East Coast for these guys. Mikey Meatballs is producing this disaster of a show. Enjoy to me as always. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, of D3, Harry, Brother Bride, Darren, the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? <laughs> Those snakes. What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? We'll get to all the baseball action. I mean, three of the four series are over, right? All we have is Braves Phillies, which could conclude Thursday if uh, the Phillies win. Uh, you know what? I, I, there's so much to say. Well, like I said, we'll hit the bigger stuff uh, later. We have all the big college matchups to go over. Um, these guys have their sharp tank bets holstered, but um, you know. And I, I, all I'll say is we should have shorted the Braves Dodgers. That's it. Because that's all anybody was talking about all year, <laughs> at least for the last two months, it's going to be Braves Dodgers. And, um, and we're probably not going to see one of those in the NLCS, but listen, let's start with football because I don't want to keep people waiting for our first touchdown pick. You know, Brian, that's our <laughs> award-winning first touchdown pick. Are we 0 for 20? 0 for Is 20. Is that what we're doing? Okay. That's not bad. That's not bad. This might be the end of the first touchdown pick. Um, Casey Denver, this is an arrowhead. Ten and a half is the uh, spread. Forty-seven and a half is the over/under. I don't know uh, what to say about this game. Like I know, it, like this is way lower the spread than I thought it would be, or than it should be. I guessed fourteen and a half in the beginning of the week. It hasn't moved. Uh, I know it's a Thursday night game, so anything weird can happen. And Kelsey might not play by the time you listen to this. I'm sure right. it'll be announced if he's playing or not. Um, but there have been much worse, much less capable quarterbacks than Patrick Mahomes who've carved this defense apart. Uh, and so normally I would like, oh, 10 and a half, it's a stay away because it's too low. I'm not zagging. I mean, the Chiefs have beaten the Broncos in 15 straight games. They're 10 and five against the spread in that time. Uh, last year, I know Harry's going to throw this at us. They only beat Denver by six and by three. But the Chiefs already lost the Thursday night game, so they're not going to take that lightly. They look like crap on the Sunday night game. They have to look good in one of these primetime games, right? Um, and Denver's just the, – the defense is just cr- it's so cruddy. It's 32nd in the league. They've allowed 28 or more points seven times during ten game, last 10 games, including 34 to the Chiefs in a game last season. I'm taking the Chiefs, Parley kid. You're on them. It just seems too easy, but I, I don't care. I don't – well, am I going to just watch these touchdowns rack up against uh, Denver? Yeah. We've got to be a part of this, right? And we, we talked about it on, on Sunday, too, just um, yeah. getting burned uh, by some of these teams like Denver. Uh, once again, I'm not going to go down that road. 
Uh, they have not looked good at all. I mean, this, this, what, where's the optimism with this team? Uh, I don't, it seems disjointed, uh, you could say. And uh, the at least always reliable Denver defense, yeah. uh, as you just mentioned, is amongst the league's worst. So, um, and no matter what you want to say about Russell Wilson, I'm, I'm going to be coming back with a prop with him in a, in a second, but I don't know. No, he you're hasn't not. Been able I'm to not really, going to let you do it. I'm not going to let you do uh, it. I, I, I'm, uh, you know what? I, I, I'm reluctantly going to do it, but he hasn't been able to elevate the team at all. Right. Right. In the last two years, what makes me think just because this is a Thursday night game? I mean, if anything, Thursday night games can usually clunkers for teams like Denver. I mean, we saw Chicago come out last week, I guess, and play their game of the year. Well, the Giants uh, were terrible see- against the Niners on a Thursday yeah, night. You know, so. I, I don't see it happening here, Sal. I think, I think the Chiefs too uh, have kind of been coasting a little bit uh, yeah. as well, and uh, they're due for uh, a much better output type of game as well. So let's take the let's take the Chiefs here, Sal. I know the spread's rather large, but. They're, they're, they're just a far superior yeah, team. I don't think big enough. I mean, I'm figuring Denver, and listen, you say coast. Kansas City does coast. You look at these spread, a lot of games they should cover and they don't, right? And, uh, you know, and Mahomes sliding in bounds, like doing the smart IQ thing. But Denver, Bry gave up 70 to Tua. And I think worse than that, honestly, is giving up 31 to the Jets and 28 to the Bears. So yeah. where do we see the greatest quarterback this decade and maybe any decade has ever right. seen? Uh, 38-19? That's what I'm going to say. 38-19. That's what I'm Ooh. saying. You like the Ooh. Chiefs too. Yeah, I like the I like the Chiefs here. And I'm going to – I think it's like 30-13, to 13, so clo- close in that area. And and like you guys said, you know, Broncos being competitive last year with the Chiefs, but I, I don't know what happened to the Broncos' defense. It's just become really bad. Uh, but the funny thing is – this Broncos team, I mean, how bad do you have to be at home to lose to the Raiders, right. Commanders, mm-hmm. and the Jets? And it, like you said, if it wasn't for that mir- miraculous fourth quarter comeback against the Bears, this Broncos team would be 0-5. They're 0-4-1 yep. against the spread. I guess it depends when you got them. And now you're going on a short week at, at home here for the, for the Chiefs here. And like I said, I think it's 30-13. to 13 And I, I, it, how, I, I know Harry likes... Harry's going to tell you why he likes the Broncos here, but I just, it's too, it's, I don't know. You, you have to wait until the Broncos play a little bit better here to start jumping on them. Harry he likes those. the Broncos because he hates the Chiefs and he lost his best bet of the year with the Chiefs and he can't he bet the Chiefs. It. And so he keeps doing, doing it. it again, Harry. I don't know why. I mean, well, what do you like about, I mean, well, first, what the, what last the Thursday was a blowout <laughs> stinker. They're going to have another blowout stinker. I'm not so sure here. Still not impressed oh, with the Kansas okay. City offense. And aside from getting destroyed <laughs> by the Dolphins, Denver has stayed within 10 and a half points in their other four games. Russell Wilson has been okay, actually has more touchdown passes and less picks than Mr. Lucky himself, Patrick Mahomes. I'm banking on Wilson to play well and hang in this one for, for Sean Payton. Aside from blowing out the Bears also, mm. the Chiefs have won their other three games by a grand total of 18 points. They could be looking ahead to the Chargers. They got two Kansas City has next. Give me the Broncos with 10 and a half. No, not we don't have two stinkers in a row in terms of blowouts. 
in. I, I don't no know what that I don't understand at all. I, I, I would actually you know, agree with some of the other stuff you said, but to lead with that, oh, well, how dare that? There was no way. Well, they'll have two stinkers in a row on third. Have you seen the Thursday night games? Did you watch football <laughs> last year? You definitely did. Yeah, I saw, we used, I saw we the, did the Spotify were down 20 and came back and covered. So I don't know. He, does, he doesn't get Amazon. Oh my God. Oh, well, of course. Of course. He does. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Angie hooked it up for me. <laughs> Springsteen is performing in the Amazon. He has Listen, nothing to look, do with the Amazon. There are three games that won by a total of 18 points. Not a lot. I know. I get it. I just don't buy the Thursday night game has to be great because it wasn't good last week. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, nine <laughs> of the last 10 Denver games have gone over. So if you want to play that 47 and a half might be, um, you know, maybe that's where Russell Wilson. Well, let's talk about these props here. So we're each going to pick a prop. Polly Kid, I can't let you do this. You, Russell Wilson over one and a half touchdown passes. You're getting worse. You had you had Dak last week over one and a half, and now you're going backwards. You're going to Russ. My prop, my props, they've killed me on Fanduel. My 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 game picking's been great, but it's but my the props. one and a half. But you always. See, this is your chance to do Mahomes over two and a half, which was always no, your favorite bet. I know, but Sal, I I searched high and low for these props this week. Yeah, I don't really like any props. I mm. there's not because you know what Chiefs performer besides Kelsey, and maybe Pacheco, and and you you're, you're taking him so uh, with the props. So I didn't want to lean there, uh, but besides, and then there's just a collection of guys that you don't know what they're going to do. Uh, yeah. And I'm just banking on the fact that Denver is going to have to play catch up all night. They're going to score a few touchdowns. Wilson has thrown 11 touchdown passes in five games. He's thrown five in his last two games. Hmm. I, you know, if they're going to, they're going to score, it's probably going to be through the air uh, with Wilson's arm. And I'm getting a hefty number here at plus 154 all right. for a guy who is averaging over this number. So I, I do. I love it. I don't love it. Um, and like you, like you said, I normally take my homes, but I do that. I do that so often. I didn't want to come back with that either. So I'm rolling the dice here with Russell Wilson over one and that well, just for the fact that they, they're going to South the chiefs. If this game is going to be anywhere within the points, spread. I mean, I think Denver's going to score 14 points. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to have to get it through D, the air. D, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I don't love it, but I, there All was not on one drop. Reception props. Who on Denver are you taking on a reception uh, a reception prop? I don't know. And yards. Uh, you don't and, have to take Denver. You could take the team that's going to win by thirty. You could take all those. <laughs> yeah, but who overs. do you take? Yeah. So who do you take? I'll tell you. Brian, I'll tell you in a second. All right, Harry. Go ahead. You you get your Russell Wilson job out of the way. Go ahead. I will here. I'm going to go over <laughs> nineteen and a half rushing yards at minus one fourteen. He's averaging six point six yards a carry so far this season. Had forty nine yards rushing. Versus a very good Jets defense last week. And in four career games for Russell Wilson against Kansas City, he's gone over that 19 and a half in all four, 27. He had 57 twice and 71 yards rushing. Wilson over 19 and a half. He scrambles a few times and gets that number. All right. Now, Bri, here's how I look at this game. <clears throat> and by the way, it is a Thursday nighter, so it, it could be 19 to three, middle of the fourth quarter. Who the hell knows? But I really think there's going to be a lot of points here. I, I think you are right to assess that there are going to be a lot of points, considering it was only a couple of weeks ago that the Dolphins put up 70 against Denver. And I wrote, I, yeah. you know, I, I read off those other, the Jets scored big, the Bears scored big. This is USC's defense right now coming to, coming to Arrowhead. So I think this is where you take chances with some of these 
two or more touchdowns, which is I'll I'll, I'll give you mine, then you do yours. Isaiah Pacheco, two no. or more touchdowns, four to one odds. You know, again, you have a defense team defense who won't won't quit. Thirty second in the league. Uh, I think there's an opportunity to take advantage of these positive player props, especially on the chief side. Pacheco scored last week. He's getting a steady amount of touches now. 16 carries last week, three straight games with a rushing touchdown. No reason he can't get to Brees Hall had 177 yards rushing. Cool. Herbert had over a hundred. Cool. Herbert had over a hundred. Brian Robinson had two touchdowns versus Denver and Brian, your uh, HN. 203 yards and two touchdowns against Denver. Pacheco to score twice, four to one, worth it. Go get it. You got another good one. Yeah, don't rub in the HN. I don't even have him anymore. I know, sorry. Yeah, $91. Yeah. <laughs> well, 91, <laughs> the other league, I bet uh, I bid like 160. So I'm, I'm screwed in, wow. in both my leagues. Um, but, you know, last week good. I mentioned there were, <laughs> I mentioned yeah. last week there were some really good odds for players scoring three touchdowns. And I we did briefly mention DJ Moore at 130 to one, which is kind of nuts that that hit last week. Uh, yeah. But this week, I think there's some really good value on players to score the two touchdowns. Right. So after Pacheco and Kelsey. Everyone else mm-hmm. on the board is at least 18 to one. So I really like Jarek McKinnon at 28 to one to have two touchdowns or more. Now Denver's defense has given up 12 touchdowns to running backs so far. And four of those are receiving touchdowns. McKinnon doesn't get a lot of touches, but when he does, he makes the most of it. In week three, he had two receiving touchdowns against the bears last year against Denver. He beat them up catching the ball out of the backfield. Had 112 yards receiving in one game, 52 in the other. And get get this, in both games, he had two receiving touchdowns in both of those. So I think mm-hmm. I, I think it's great odds at 28 to 1 for, for a guy like McKinnon to have two touchdowns. But I would look at a few of those guys, too. I think somebody, Yeah, I think this is some, a, it's a nice it's a fun roulette one. play. It's a fun one. Yeah, mm-hmm. bet a few would, and then you get a first quarter touchdown. You're like, all right. It's yeah. a fun uh, a rooting interest the, the rest of the way. Let's go first touchdown because we have to do it. I don't know. We're going to have to put it to a vote after this. If we don't get it, <laughs> we are now 0-5, right? We try to do this collectively as a group. Five times four, 20. We've given you 20 losers as to yeah. uh, who's going to score the first touchdown on the Thursday night game. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco, five to one. To uh, He's at the top of the board there to score the first touchdown. Kelsey, five to one. Uh, Javante Williams, 13 to one. Now, the third guy is a Bronco, which shouldn't be. There should be seven Chiefs before there's a Bronco. <laughs> By the way, that must have moved because this morning when I gave uh, sent these odds to you or whatever, Pirine was 13 to one, right? So he's playing. He's He's definitely playing, uh, Javante Williams. He's got to be because that, that, and, that, and I think yeah, he's got. Switch. I think he's got zero touchdowns this year to boot off to the side. Yeah, that definitely yeah. changed because McLaughlin was also like right. at the top mm-hmm. of that, and he's falling off. Yeah, he's all right. All right, um, I'm going Sky Moore, sixteen to one. Sky's the limit. I say I, I don't know. Somehow I have him starting in three fantasy leagues Thursday night, uh, but I think wow. sixteen to one is just a little high. Uh, he scored the first touchdown versus the Jags in Week Two. You know, these receivers for Mahomes, they say it's going to be the Chiefs undoing eventually, right? Um, but I kind—I just feel like Sky Moore or Valdez Scantling, they're both averaging under a one yard per route. I just think that has to change. And I have a feeling it's a Sky Moore breakout game. Um, seven 20 plus reception, 20 plus yard receptions for Chicago and Miami against Denver. I think Moore scores early. If not, we're ending this charade, Parlay Kid. Enough is enough with this first touchdown <laughs> thing. Go ahead. Give me yours. Yeah, well, this is just looking at who it's, we're all taking. This is um, 
It seems like we're all going out on a little bit of a limb. I know. Uh, for this one, which Not is probably the, uh, yeah. the biggest mistake we could make. Uh, <laughs> probably should just be taking Pacheco, Kelsey. We made 20 um, straight mistakes. Why the hell not? <laughs> yeah, right. Going. So I think I think we're all trying to play catch up here. Right. Uh, you know, by hitting a big one and saying, hey, we're, we're kind of even now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing here. That's why I'm taking the uh, Kansas City defense at 32 to 1. Mm. Uh Denver has uh, been a team chock full of, of mistakes this year, um, whether it's, uh, you know, just putting the ball on the ground like we saw late against the Jets last week. And it wasn't the only time that their offense has turned the ball over and led to a touchdown for the other team. Uh, so like Harry last week taking the D, I'm just taking, you know, good team versus bad team, defense scores possibly 32 to one. All right. Well, you have a lot of plans for Russell Wilson for Thursday night. You have him over I, two, two or more uh, touchdowns. Right. Pick six, <laughs> probably <laughs> 56, to start the game. 56, 14 Kansas city. <laughs> and, uh, I, I went all of it. There you go. Harry will like that. All right, Harry, uh, the infatuation with Russell Wilson continues. I'm in, I'm in with Russell Wilson uh, on Thursday. Yep. I'm going to go 30 to one first touchdown. Get his most carries of the season last week versus the jets. And on January 1st this year, Denver played Kansas City. Denver only lost by three in Kansas City. And Russell Wilson didn't have one rushing touchdown. He had two that game. Give me a 30 to one. <laughs> All right. Bry, um, Bry's uh, the coolest head here, taking the favorite Pacheco at five to one at this point. Well, yeah. I mean, look, I gave out McKinnon for the two touchdowns. So, you know, this is going to be right. funny when he hits at 18 to one. Well, I'm, but... the other, I'm just the other way, right? <laughs> I have Pacheco and, and yeah, and Sky yeah, we, Moore. Yeah, we should have, yeah, we should have flipped there. You and I, I, <laughs> I think we, we did this, but we've recently uh, been burned on, right? Some of the obvious choices, right? Uh, Amaran St. Brown had in two of these games at the first touchdown at DJ mm-hmm. Moore last week as the first touchdown. So some of these favorites, some of these top three top guys have been scoring here. Mm-hmm. And as I said before, the Broncos have just been terrible, giving up yeah. a ton of points to, to running back. So uh, early, I, I, I could easily see Pacheco getting this. And like you said before, he scored in three straight games. So I, I do think there's a good chance of him scoring. So I, I think Pacheco usually is at his best kind of sometimes early in these games. So at uh, hmm. you know plus four ninety, it's it, it's solid. I mean, we we need to hit something. All right, listen, take a good listen, listen back to that segment because that might be it for first <laughs> touchdown unless one of us scores. And even if Pacheco <laughs> scores, that go might la- be it. We're gonna have to go to last touchdown. That's last good. touchdown is what we're gonna go by. <laughs> well, we couldn't be worse with last touchdown. That That's could be more sure. fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. At least we're not out of it four minutes into the game. Um, all right. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back with the uh, the better games on the college football slate. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, college football week seven, week eight. I don't know. They counted week zero, counted it twice, I think. A couple good matchups here. Let's start Notre Dame home against USC. I mean, (laughs) a month ago, this was a better matchup. Two weeks ago, this was a great matchup. But, um, I was hoping I'd have a better feel for this. I just don't know what 
if I'm going to by Saturday. But anyway, Notre Dame is a two and a half point favorite parlay kid. USC going to South Bend. 60 and a half is the over under. Notre Dame, after just crushing teams, I think they were, their first four games, it was 184 to 47 or something crazy. They started playing some real teams. They lost two of their last three to Ohio State and Louisville. And the sandwich game there was Duke, in which we were all on the Blue Devils. So I don't, I, I don't have a feel for Notre Dame. Um, I would have liked to have taken USC here, but their defense has just been so bad. You yeah. know, four touchdowns in San Jose State, same to ASU. They almost let Colorado come back against them. And then that wild overtime win last Saturday night uh, against Arizona. We went over USC schedule yesterday. I have them losing three of their next six, taking their under nine and a half wins. Um, that's right now. You can bet that on Fandle. I think this is going to be one of the three losses for USC. Sam Hartman. Three interceptions against Louisville. I think he gets right against this secondary, which is 10th in the Pac-12 in yards allowed. Right. Um, 41, sorry, 31-27 Irish. A close one, but I think they have enough to put it away. Parley Kid, you agree? I agree with you here, Sal. It's, um, you know, judging by Notre Dame's performances over the last couple of weeks, especially against uh, Louisville, uh, some might not like this, but USC has been playing with fire here for like three straight games uh, where their defense is letting these less, much lesser teams hang around for a while. You know, we saw it against uh, Colorado. Uh, and then we saw it again last week, uh, even a couple even weeks before that, I think against Arizona state, they let them hang around yeah. in there for a while. And they have, they give up 27 points a game. Uh, and this is a get-right game for the Notre Dame's offense. Where I think they could be very balanced. Uh, I think Estime could run, uh, you know, 100-plus yards. And and Hartman, I can see, throwing for 300-plus yards uh, in this type of game. And uh, it just seems like this is the game with Notre Dame, right? They they correct some things. USC has been fortunate. Yep. Notre Dame has been a little unfortunate. The tide turns here for both teams. Uh, I think I think last year uh, USC might have been six and zero going into uh, Utah, who was four and two. Sounds uh, about right. The same type of situation uh, where then Utah beat USC. I, I see this happening again. This can be a repeat uh, for USC. I don't love Notre Dame. I I rather see USC win. I think it makes it more interesting down the stretch here. But um, Notre Dame prevails. They'll just be a little too rugged. For US, USC. Yeah, I, uh, Brian, I know a little spoiler alert for our, uh, for our cousin Sal's winning weekend. Outward, Brian and I are going over this. Brian's in the handicapper hot seat. What is Hartman? Oh, 264 and a half. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not over. bad. Well, like, you, you said he could get to 300. He's only done it yeah. a couple of times, but, and not recently, but this, this is the kind of game. This could certainly be yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, this is the one. All right. Uh, the other big game, uh, Washington home. For Oregon, that spread is also two and a half. The over-under is 67 and a half. My son is going to be off to see this team watching the road. Boy, he's got it in his blood now. He's not playing. He's just watching. He's just watching, everybody. <laughs> but he went with some friends to the great state of Washington. He'll be there. Two great That's quarterback fun. matchups this week, right? It's, um, what do you got? You got Williams and Hartman, and then you got Knicks and Penix at uh, one time or or now all in the top five consideration for the Heisman. So I'm going to go under here. I was leaning Washington a little bit, but I'm going to go under. The under is hit in four of Oregon's five games. Washington three and two to the under. And this Dan Lanning, 
Harry. He's a defensive guru at Georgia, and he's really he's made this a top 10 defensive team. Um, points allowed per game, 2023, 11.8. 2022, mm. 27.4. So maybe they haven't wow. played the best competition yet, but, I mean, that's a differential <clears throat> of 15.6. That's tops in the nation from last year to this year. Penix put up 31 against Arizona, but he struggled to do it. I don't think he gets there against uh, Oregon. Washington, pretty good defensively in their own right. They allow 18 a game. I think this is in the low to mid-20s. I'll say 27-22 final. I think it's way, way under. Harry? Wow. Okay. So, well, I'm taking the, I'm taking the Huskies. You and I get, took, uh, took them to win the Pac-12, so I'm going to take them here in this one. Bo Nix and the Ducks. Do have a tremendous offense, but not to the level of what the Huskies have. Kalen DeBoer's done a, a tremendous job in these two years so far at Washington. Washington has the number one passing offense this year. They had the number one passing offense last year. They're also first in to- total offense in the NCAA, third in scoring in college football. And a lot of they probably could be first in that too. They, I mean, they've 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 uh, had to shut things down in the third quarter because they're blowing out teams all over the place. I just think that overall here. Penix, who's got 2,000 yards already, 2,000 already, just too much offense here. But, Sal, I'll buy, I'll buy your under, definitely. I could see that happening, but I still think Washington gets here and gets the cover. I mean, I'm looking at dumb stuff like what Oregon did to Colorado versus what USC did to Colorado. I, I kind of started starting to believe that it's real for this defense, but we'll see. I mean, there are going to be some shootouts for sure in the uh, Pac-12. All right, right, Tennessee, the, this is the best game in the SEC. Tennessee three-point favorite over Texas A&M. That went down. That's good for me because I'm taking Tennessee. The Vols are three and two against the number. A&M four and two against the spread. Um, Bama, Alabama couldn't run on A&M, but Jalen Milrow had a great game, especially for him. 321 and three touchdowns. Uh, I think Tennessee lights it up offensively. The Aggies defense, 117th in yards per completion. That's great news for Joe Milton. I get, he finally gets to show off that big arm. I'm going 41-23. Bri, you like that score, right? That's over. I love it. Oh, that's a blowout. 41-23. Yeah. I like the score. I, you know, I do love the over here, 55 and a half. But I will say, it's it, is it me or does that seem really low? Right for a volunteer five and a half yeah. for a volunteers game at home. It, it is a little mm-hmm. bit fishy, but I still like the over here, right? This volunteers team is a really good offensive team, especially at home. They they've gotten off to a little bit of a rough start. You know, they were bad at Florida, but just a different team at home. The offense kind of looked back to normal against uh, South Carolina. And like you said, you you can throw on that. You can't run on them, but you could definitely throw on them. So I think Tennessee puts up a bunch <laughs> of points here. Uh, you know, they had a bye last week, so they got to watch AM here. So I think they score. And I think AM, I, I think AM puts up a bunch of points here too. You know, they put up 20, you know, they only put up 20 against Bama, but I think feel like Bama's defense has been playing uh pretty well uh, of late. So I, I think this is a rather high scoring game. I like your score, but I think this is more like a I'm, I'm gonna say somewhere right. like a 38 to uh 31 type of game. Oh, I hope not. <clears throat> I hope not. Our friend Brad's a big Vols fan, and he, I mean, that's a heart attack score. <laughs> I, I hope I'm right, and it's like an 18-point difference there because he's already uh, two strokes in. So, uh, all right, uh, UNC, home for Miami. Boy, both teams really should have been undefeated. We talked about this this crystal ball thing, not taking a knee, fireable offense, for sure. I still don't get it. I feel like college teams do that a lot. They, they could take a knee and they run it instead. And they fumbled and they lost to Georgia Tech on a, uh, a long pass 
to end that game. Disgusting. Otherwise, we would be looking at two undefeateds, like I said. Carol, uh, UNC is three and a half. The over-under is 57 and a half. I'm taking Miami. Tyler Van Dyke was 24 for 26 last week. He had three interceptions. Not good. Um, imagine they had five turnovers, Miami, against Georgia Tech, and that wasn't even close to the biggest story. Um, that stupid ending was. But they are 11th in total defense. Yeah. And I think they're going to give Drake May some issues, Parley Kid. I really do. Also, it's supposed to rain. And Miami's very tough against the run. They haven't allowed a 100-yard yes. rusher. If they cut down on penalties and turnovers, I think they're going to be okay. I'm going to say 28-23 here. Miami Hurricanes. Sorry, Tate Frazier. Picking the upset. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you here, Sal, but uh, kind of reluctantly. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. This is a tough one. and I, I'm thinking Miami will use that loss uh, as a big-time motivation right. factor for them um, because that was really a uh, – could be a soul soul crushing loss for a team, uh, but they seem to be saying the right things uh, here. May is only thrown for eight touchdown passes this year. So it's kind of mm -hmm. interesting. He had his by far his best game of the year this past weekend against Cuse. Uh, that being said, like you said, uh, it is supposed to rain. Uh, Miami's defense is very stout against the run. Uh, if USC, if UNC has to turn to the running game, uh, they could struggle, and this could become a game of just, you know, limiting turnovers, a couple big plays, and like you said, usually a team after a big turnover game, like Miami had, usually for at least one game, reverses course, and they've been very good about not turning the ball over this year. I think they re reverse course, and they don't turn that they don't turn the ball over at all. Uh, this this is really a coin flip game, so I'll take the uh, three and a half here with, yeah. with Miami. I wasn't there. <clears throat> I wasn't anywhere close to the practice, but I bet that was a tough week of practice this week. I bet the players were mad at themselves for all the turnovers. I bet the offense at least. I bet they were mad at the coach, and I don't know. I, I like, like you said, they use it as inspiration there. I also think this probably would have been, if not for the ridiculous ending, and it really is just the ending. Like They played how they played until that – that last thing. Sure. I think it would have been two and a half or three. So I think we're getting about a half a point of value right. in here. So there you go. we'll see what happens. All right. Listen, lots of baseball went on uh, Wednesday. We're going to recap it when we return. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Velux XC. Juvederm Velux XC is an ejectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Velux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. All right, Dodgers, D-backs, they're out. The Dodgers are out. Everybody wanted the Dodgers versus the Braves in the NLCS. It is not happening. Maybe neither of those teams will appear, but we know the Dodgers aren't. The D-backs won four to two. Harry, right in your backyard, you didn't go. Your wife wanted to go, right? 
she wanted to go, but uh, you know, uh, work calls. We we got to do the podcast, so uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want Darren, and I don't want Darren getting mad at me. So I I was I'm I'm doing the well, podcast. If, if Ken had said, "Let's go to the game," yeah, I mean, you'd be there. yeah, of course. That's the other thing. <laughs> well, he that, wanted. To, that, he actually wanted that, to go. That's too. part one. Part two is <laughs> since when do you do things together? Why couldn't she just go on her own? You're never together. She yeah, could have gone. Good yeah, point. So you just give her money for the game and popcorn. <laughs> anyway, four two. <laughs> that was it. I don't know, Brian. I'm looking at this Dodgers team, and we bet them a lot this year. And you know, it, it's just a different beast. It really is. If they went down three nothing in the regular season, and we had money on them, and it was the third inning, we'd be like, ah, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. They're going to score six in the fifth or something. Yep. You know. But um, and people get mad at the system that they had or the playoff, the, the way it's laid out and like, oh, they had a week off. It's not fair. It's not fair to the Braves. Like, this is how it is. This is just what What are you going to do? You can't go best of nine. You can't go best of 11. You can't move these. What you wanted the Dodgers to play last week. That would have made everybody happy when the Mets lost to the Padres last year. I didn't I didn't I was mad, but it wasn't because of the the layout of the playoff schedule. It's ridiculous. Like. You could go to any week in any month and see that the Dodgers lost four games out of seven. I bet right. it happened in uh, you know May. I bet it happened in June. Like this, this is just what happened. So I but, don't know. Would you change anything around? I think this is well, fine you, the way it is. You this know is just how it is. Well, I'll tell you. You know what's eventually coming. There eventually, because of this, I don't know if because of this or just eventually they'll go to eight teams. They're gonna go to eight teams, right? And then what happened? So the Dodgers would play a first round thing. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, everybody, nobody gets a buy, and then you maybe you play. I mean, I think probably what should happen is, in all honesty, you cut the season by just a few games. You play eight teams make the playoffs. You pay play a best of five in the first round, and then you go best of seven in the second round. You kind of you just extend the playoffs a little bit more. Well, people Uh, aren't happy with that either. They want everything best of seven. Yeah, First round, no, I, I, round I know, I, I know. I, I just get a feel. I just get a feeling because of this, we're <laughs> going to eventually see these teams playing in the first round. I mean, whatever. I, I mean, just, like your point. I, I mean, I will say the Dodgers. If bets and like you see how important bets and Freeman are, if they if they're not hitting the lineup, oh, yeah. kind of stinks. I mean, how many times in the playoffs now? I mean, I know they won the World Series in that pandemic year, but. Hmm. You, you see guys like Taylor batting sixth and like, it's just like, ah, yeah. And then, you know, the, the pitching that they're throwing out there, I know they had a lot, a ton of injuries. So you, you can chalk it up to that. You can chalk it up to that. But Walker, like, what, Walker didn't even play. I see I mean, some that, of the same the guys manager, in the lineup right? and it's so what, what do you do with him? Right. Because he has, I think the greatest winning percentage in baseball. Yeah. I mean, it is but, what uh, it is. Sometimes you're just not built. Keeps underachieving. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I uh, Parley kid, I just um, you know, baseball playoffs, it's great. We waited till it's over to do the podcast and it's exciting and we'll get to the other uh series too where the fans were uh, like really pumped in Minnesota even though they lost. And I was like that that's cool to see. But you know, it just doesn't resemble the regular season. It doesn't because everybody has five good pitchers and they're going to use them whether your starter goes you know, throws a no hitter through five, you're going to see five pitchers for the winning team or four pitchers or something. So it's weird in that it doesn't resemble the regular season. Hockey has a little of that too. Uh, What I'm saying is football is the best. Football is the best, no matter what football's still the best. It's one and done. You get, you play one team gets a buy and that's it. I don't know. I wouldn't change anything. Probably kid. This is just how it is. 
Yeah, it's just how it is in the playoffs. I, you know, you could talk about the randomness of it right now, but then again, it's not random for the Houston Astros. Yeah. Seven straight years they're in in this uh, finals, uh, the American League the Finals uh, yeah. Championship Series. Yeah, the LCS. So it's not random for them. They get the job done. Um, so, no, I, I, I don't know. You know, it's interesting, Sal, because I know I saw it yesterday come across. Uh, I think it was the uh, almost, what, the 28th anniversary of that uh, game we were at with the Yankees in Seattle. Mariners, yeah. Uh, when when um, Mattingly hit the it was his last game in, in the stadium and place was going nuts. You know how they did that at that time, Sal? Now, the Yankees were home the first two. And on the road, the last three, kind of an interesting format that they used there, right? right? Like, kind yeah. of like I totally, kind of, right, that kind of hit me with that. So they have juggled things around, like that kind of <laughs> didn't really make any sense at that time, you know, right? You know, um, I don't think it matters, but, but I, I don't, I don't like the, uh, I, and I get it. The nature of baseball is you play thirteen out of fourteen games, so if you have a week off, it's gonna, it, it'll throw well, you off I, a little. I like but Brian's pitchers, idea. I mean, wh- but pitchers go a week without throwing. Pitchers go come off the DL and throw, and like they get, you know, like why, I, why, why does everything go cold? I think everything actually just goes cold because it's colder. I'm not sure. I don't know. Well, that that is that is true. It's only gonna, but. Uh, has it really been cold anywhere? Is anybody really playing in cold I mean, that, weather that was right the now? excuse. That was the excuse for the World Series when teams wouldn't hit and stuff. Well, but I, I, I get, just think, and I get that, Sal, because yeah. you know. It, it, but right now, I don't think that's no. an excuse. But I like Brian's idea. Eight teams. You might as well. Nobody's got an excuse of too much rest, right? But you would have to shorten the season. You'd have to shorten the season, which would be a fantastic idea, by the way. Yeah. You, you guys, you guys bust my chops and rightfully so for not having mm-hmm. a team and whatever for baseball. Right. But Darren, you know what? That sounds right. But this baseball's kind of a turnoff when you know you got a pitcher going five innings and he's giving up one hit and they pull him just because in the playoffs now. I mean, 91, 1991, just Jack Morris versus John Smoltz. It's not Nothing what like we that, grew Darren. up that on. Was the greatest thing it ever. is different. Smoltz it is very Morris different. I, I mean. Harry, I, I, you know, I don't, again, I'm not trying to sound old, but I am old. And the bottom line is I baseball's the one game, which I thought was a better product mm-hmm. back when we were growing up. I mean, but that's, but Darren, it's just one, it's one thing. There's been too if, many analytics involved in baseball right. now, but it's one thing if during the regular season, everybody did it like that. Everyone did it like the, 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 sure, the race, right. the devil raid, but they don't, it's just, all right, it's playoff time. We're going to, and we brought it up. Like, imagine if like, you know, the 49ers used four quarterbacks, like it just, it's just weird to the eye. I don't know. I, I just like, if you like the, if you, if you're good with, and on the flip side, if you're good with the randomness of baseball and hockey playoffs, you can't sure. say anything about NCAA tournament. Then that's it. At least they go up and, and they tell you straight out. Like, yeah, we, we get it. It's single elimination. And uh, that's that. So, um, all right. But anyway, you were talking about Astros twins, the Astros advance, they went three games to one. They won three to two tonight or Wednesday night. Uh, pitching was great. Um, Twins had three hits. I felt bad for that crowd because that crowd that was crowd really was, good. Oh, in the how spots good was that they, crowd? They they yeah. were loud. Yeah. If you were watching that, you would have thought the Twins were winning that whole game. Like yeah, if, it really if you didn't like know the score, yeah. it was like mm-hmm. it would have yeah, been crazy great how loud too. they were. 
It would have been great if Correa would have got, he was on deck in the ninth. If he would have got that at bat right. against his old team, it would have been good. And uh, yeah, and the, the middle relief and the, the end, you know, Presley closed it out, and Neris and Abreu and, uh, and, and Jose Abreu, the other Abreu, just dynamite, four for nine, seven RBIs in the last two games. And I think it's the experience, Brian. I think you're right. Did you look at the odds for uh, Astros Rangers? Uh, I'm going to say Astros minus 145. Ooh, close. Yeah. 135. Ah, 135. Damn. Right in there. And uh, spectacular weekend for me and Brian watching the Astros beat the Rangers. And that, as a result, now they have home field in that series, which should be a good nice. one. And then uh, Phillies Braves. So now it's a 10-2 win for the Phillies, and they lead that series 2-1. to one. They look to close it out Thursday. Um, the Braves and Spencer Strider are minus 154 favorite Philly minus 250 to win the series. They, I mean, they just beat the crap out of them on Wednesday. Harper, two home runs, four RBIs, Brandon Marsh, three hits. And I, I hate that. I like this, but I have the Phillies. I bet them to win this series. I think I'm going to cash the ticket. Honestly, I have a hard time rooting in this series. I, I do. I, I'm whatever I can get for it. I'm going to prop swap it and uh, get some money back. We all, we all want, we all want Astros D backs, which is crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah I guess so. Up. But anyway, let's pick uh, this Thursday game. It's the only one left. Uh, as I said, Strider minus 154 on the road, trying to keep it alive. Had a good outing the first time at eight strikeouts, right? They lost three, nothing. Uh, Parley kid, you think uh, Strider's good enough to win and win by two or more runs? Sal, look, don't even, a- really shouldn't be asking me. I have mm. not even come right. close to hitting a baseball <laughs> bat. Harry, we'll go to you Since then. the playoffs <laughs> have started. This has been terrible, Sal. Uh, I, I, you know, there's, you know, normally I like a team after a loss to bounce back. Show It hasn't happened. I mean, I guess it did happen. In Atlanta in game two mm-hmm. showed a little bit of life late in the game and was able to eke that one out. But other than that, it has not gone my way. I thought the Dodgers would hit the ball today. They didn't do that. Uh, you know, I figured the Orioles would, would probably win game two of their series after losing the first one at home. That didn't happen. So I'm just banking on the fact that somebody here steps up, that the Braves will be the one team to salvage this round and make it interesting mm-hmm. because it hasn't been interesting. It's been rather brutal so yeah. far uh it, it, the competitiveness of this base these baseball series has not been good we need a good game here at least a good series here maybe we need a game five the braves right uh, strider has been good uh he was really good uh he did he go seven did he go yeah, seven the last seven in last game yeah and it, in his last yes and that's and a miracle prior to that yeah he had faced the phillies not too long ago uh in his last like 11 innings. He's got like 19 strikeouts right. uh, against the Phillies. Uh, he can be dominant. If he's on, he, he could be dominant. I'm rolling the dice that Strider is at his best. And I'm taking the one and a half here. Uh, plus 114 here, Sal. All Braves. Right. Braves win like seven to two tomorrow. Oh, wow. Mm. All right. I should mention, uh, we gave our picks, uh, for the Wednesday games. I won with Trey Turner over one and a half total bases. He got a single and, and Homer. We go three and what we went two and two. Brian, you won also, right? Yeah. I had, the, had the Astros. I had the Astros. I had the Astros. Yeah. kid, you banked on the Dodgers to score f- over five oh. or over five and a half. Man. Yeah. Brutal. The, yeah. And Harry, what did you did your same game parlay? Same game parlay at <laughs> one out of three. 
Bets, bets couldn't get, uh, get on nope. base. So Go for 11 right. for the series. All right. Terrible. You're betting on more hits now. Uh, what's this? Yeah. What's this, this is, thing uh, here? First inning only that there's two or more hits in the inning at minus 142. Now, in game one, when Strider went, Schwarber got a double in the first inning. Harper got a single in the first inning. So there are two then. Harper hmm. and Turner, you just mentioned Turner's out. Both are red hot for Philly right now. Uh, Turner's batting 400. Harper's batting 353 in the series. And Albies and Riley, who bat second and third for Atlanta, are both also hitting <laughs> over 300 in the playoffs. So two hits or more in the first inning. Let's get it over with quick at minus 142. Okay. Uh, Bri, you got one. I have a player prop after you got, uh, but Philly, you like, uh, everybody likes Strider here, except Harry in the first inning, but you like Philly's under three and a half. Yeah. Philly's under three and a half, uh, which they could still technically win on this because the last game Strider pitched, right? They, the Phillies won three, nothing here, but I like this because I I do think Strider's a big, big game pitcher. The fans tonight were chanting we want strider we want strider so <laughs> that probably is not ideal i don't know if i would do that against a pitcher you that's as saw- classy as they get though bro. Right. <laughs> that's, really, that's, that's, but that's great it for is baseball great. it is yeah. great they, i yeah. love it i love it yeah, yeah right. it's fun right. and we saw kind of the whole harper thing right harper hits to him runs mm-hmm. tonight after the stare down uh, i love it yes uh, yeah. but you know strider in his last four starts against the phillies phillies you know, seven innings, he only gave up one run, three runs, one run, uh, and two runs. And in the last four, yeah, they've scored three or less in his last Strider's last four starts against the Phillies. Mm. So under three and a half, you're getting plus 102. I do think this is a rather low scoring game uh, again here. I don't know if I, the, right. the Braves bats, I don't necessarily trust right now at the moment, which is crazy. But uh, yeah, Phillies under three and a half. Paula Kidd, I know it's a different sport, but was it good for football when uh, Kittle wore the uh, F the Cowboys shirt on the New jersey? It. You yeah, like that too? I think it's great. I think really? I think all that stuff. The more bad blood you have in sports, mm-hmm. the better it is for sports. That's it. I, mean, I watched the Yankees all year. They're so corporate. You know, they just it's yeah, it's it's, it's kind of be it can be all a right. drag, it can I'm be kind you. of boring. So I I love any of that stuff. That just should serve as motivation if the Cowboys mm. were to face the 49ers again. It should. They won't. Um, yeah. So I like all that type of stuff. I think yeah. bad blood in sports is good. All right. Uh, let me give you mine. Oh, Nick Castellanos, under one and a half strikeouts. Now, this is hit. I don't know why it's only minus 110. This is hit in 13 of those last 14 games. Mm. Uh, I I don't really get it, but I'm not going to ask questions. Uh, actually, well, Strider, what, uh, what, what, Strider right. has his, struck him his... out. He struck him out eight times, but uh, he didn't whiff once in game one against uh, Strider. Wow. Okay, and so I don't know. He's made contact all series, so it's, uh, he's looking good. He's an announcer's dream. We know Nick Castellanos <laughs> under one and a half strikeouts. So those are our baseball picks. Uh, we will be back with Sharp Tank. These guys give me their best bets for the weekend when we return. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
let's do sharp tank. These guys give me their best bet. I listen patiently. Um, Harry throws in some trends from 1937, and we get through that part of it, and then I pick a, uh, who I'm going to jump on there. Now, Harry, you lost last week, and not only did you lose your sharp tank pick, you took your shirt off, so America lost, and you lost the pick. You lost the pick itself, which was your pick of the year, the Vikings yeah. over it the should, Chiefs. It really shouldn't count. Really shouldn't. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, we had to see your nipples. That's counting. Believe me, right. we're making that count. <laughs> referees, right, we'll, unbelievable. We'll let you go first. We'll referees. let you go first. Referees. Well, now you have All three right. games to blame the referees because you're right. making a money line right. parlay. We're going to do a three-team money line parlay, Sal. It pays plus mm. one forty-six. Two college, one pro. Here we go. I'm going to start off with LSU minus four fifty against Auburn. LSU's defense is soft. It is bad. But their offense seems offense seems unstoppable with Jaden Daniels, a quarterback. Darren may have been wrong about the LSU team overall, but Dee, you were dead on about Jaden Daniels. He's got 19 touchdowns already this season. Almost hit two. the over already. Right, oh, already. Good. Over 18 and a half. Good he's got almost as many yards. He's got almost as many yards as Michael Penix Jr. does. He's got 1,969 yards in three years at ASU. Uh, his highest total touchdown was only 17. Auburn's lost two in a row. Hugh Freeze's team isn't winning in Death Valley. So give me LSU minus 450. Then I'm going to take Oregon State minus 182 against UCLA. The Beavers ranked mm. 15th in the country. Speaking of the number 15 in the last 15 home games, South, they're 14 and one straight up. Great the loss was USC two years ago by just three points. Oregon State <laughs> is five and one. They lost their loss was by three points to Washington State. Meanwhile, Washington State lost to UCLA by eight. So there's a try by for you in the, in oh, the middle boy. of this too as well. And transfer <laughs> DJU, 13 passing touchdowns, five rushing touchdowns, 18 touchdowns overall. Oregon State takes care of UCLA. And then in the pros, I'm going to take the Eagles. Money line against the Jets at minus 335. I said before the season started that I think Philly's going to, for the second straight year, start the season 8-0. I think that's what happens here. Jets playing tough lately, but mm. Wilson versus Hurts. It's no contest. Give me Hurts and the Eagles, and they win again, stay undefeated. I kind of like that. All right. I'll, oh, I do kind of like that. But Harry, you lost your play of the year. You might just be cold here. Refs, um, though. Refs, refs. Oh, yeah, yeah. The refs, the refs. <laughs> the refs. Do we know what those refs are working the same game? By the way, can well, I, can I just real, really quick say, how did I don't NFL, think you okay, can really NFL, quick. But NFL good, did. Yeah. If it was anyone, they didn't come out and say anything about that game. Nothing, nothing. No, just, I know. think they feel like you said enough. They don't, <laughs> Maybe they don't so. need to Maybe so. pile on. All right, yeah. Parley Kid, you are, you know, you could you could get down on yourself for your baseball picks, but your Sharp Tank picks, dynamite. I mean, you think you, we, we think you're five for five, right? Yeah, I'm five for five, Sal. Wow. Uh, since we've, uh, mm. you know, since the season started, a mm -hmm. bunch of uh, plus money picks. Last week, I went a little bit more conservative, but I did that. Uh, Minnesota Chiefs, each team scores one touchdown in each half. Bam, that hit. Um this week, I'm just going to come back with a money line parlay. Uh, let's talk about the two one o'clock games. I got Jacksonville over the Colts. Uh, unless Jacksonville is really hung over from that uh, that long stretch in London, I think they kind of found their game uh, while they were there. Um, so I think going forward now, we're going to see the, the better version of these Jacksonville Jaguars, one that uh, we thought we'd see coming into the season maybe a very good balance between uh, Lawrence throwing the ball, Etienne running the ball. Yep. Uh, the Colts also have been playing surprisingly well. 
uh, but traveling here to Jacksonville uh, was usually uh, a tough place for them to play. Uh, I'll be taking Jacksonville in that one. Uh, the other one o'clock game, no surprise. I don't care who's quarterbacking for the Browns. Uh, this 49ers team, I don't think uh, I don't think the Browns have enough offensive talent right now hmm. uh, with no Chubb uh, either to uh, beat the 49ers. I don't think that's happening. And then, so I'm really high on the Rams this week. Uh, I know uh, they, they lost a tough one to the Eagles, but uh, now that Cup and Nakua have a game together, I think that's going to kind of be like a, a dynamic duo going forward. Uh, the Rams' defense was atrocious on third downs last week. They were like, I think the Eagles were like 14 for 18 mm-hmm. on a third down situation. So the Rams forced a lot of third down situations, just couldn't get off the field on those. I think they reversed that against a Cardinals team that they've been game. They've been, you know, we saw them beat Dallas, but they're coming kind of back down to what we thought they would be. Uh, at this point. So Jacksonville Rams 49ers plus 156 money line parley. All right. And the Rams actually might have more fans at home than uh, Arizona this week. They might mm. actually, it'll be close, but uh, I think they'll have, they'll, yeah. They yeah, we'll have yeah, more well. fans. That's one of the few times. Um, all right, brother Brian, let's hear yours. All right. Well, I do like Harry's. I, I mean, I, well, I like a part of Harry's. I really liked Oregon state and I like them covering the three and a half. I just love those. Mm. I love those pac 12 teams at home. I think there's mm-hmm. a significant advantage there. So, but I'm, I'm not going to touch that. I'm going to do something a little bit different. I'm going to go Rome Adunze on, on the receiver uh, in Washington receiver. Yeah. Over 90 and a half receiving yards. Look, he was a little quiet in his last game. But all the more reason I mm. like this. He has 608 yards receiving in five games. In his first four games, he was averaging 136 yards receiving. I, I think this, I do think this, I know you have the under here, Sal. Yeah. Last, last year, this was a 37 34 game. Penix threw for over 400 yards last year in this game. I think Adunze puts up big numbers here. I think he's he gets back into the hundreds. different defense. I try to explain to you different Brian, defense, but I think yeah. yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I think yeah, he gets back. I mm. think Adunze gets back into the hundreds here. Um, you know, I, I Penix right. is he's going to have yards in this game, reg- regardless of whatever the score is. I, I think the teams are going to move the ball here. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Well, here's the thing. There's something I feel like everything conflicts with something I'm going with this week, right? <laughs> Like Brian, we like the Jets with the points. So otherwise, I like Harry's. And what did I do with Polly Kid? I think I like like the Niners under their total points. I think was my um, let me okay. see. I'm gonna go, but I gotta go with the Parley Kid. He's red hot. What am I stupid? Yeah. Yes, but I'm gonna go with the Parley Kid. <laughs> Jags, Rams, Let's 49ers, money line Parlay plus one fifty six. Hopefully, that's not a sloppy game in Cleveland right. and. Who knows what the hell's going on with uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, and that's that. Uh, Cousin Sal's winning weekend. As I said, Brother Bry is in the handicapper hot seat. Uh, we're going to go over a lot of the, uh, almost all the NFL games and some of the big college games. We've got Mike Tannenbaum is coming on for an interview. And uh, winners, two nine and five weeks in a row, Harry. Nice. Sal. I can't nice. keep that nice. going. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Sal. I got to retire now. So. Um, that's it for another episode of against all odds for Mikey meatballs for the D three. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.
You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit C. CCPG.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.